Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Let Me Just Say This. Your girl is back on the mic with you. If you're watching, hello, hi, welcome back to the living room once again. Super happy to be here. This episode I think is going to be so funny because <laughs> me and all my pettiness decided that today we're responding to comments. We're responding to the comments on my top videos on Instagram. If you do not follow the Instagram, baby, go over there and follow, honey, because it's cracking, okay? We're about to hit 12K. Shout out to the pod. Shout out to the, the supporters over there. The um, link for that will be in the description, okay? So go over there so you can see really what I'm talking about. Because when I say these comments go up, baby, these comments go up every single time. And you know what? I got time today. So we're going to talk about it. <laughs> I'm too fucking excited. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm very excited to talk about this because usually I stay out of the comments. My comment section can get a little toxic. I'm not going to lie because the incels and the men who could never bag me have so much to say. <laughs> and they be over there really going off. My little sisters really be in the comments going off. And at first it was very overwhelming for me. Um, I think on one of my videos I had turned the comments off, but then I cut them back on because I was like, you know what? I like to see the discourse. I like to see what you guys are saying. I want to know what y'all think. And not necessarily so much that I care about, you know, the negative comments, but I think it's just funny because I'll be wanting to go and comment back and get them, but the girls get them for me. Let me say this job. They get them for me. I really ain't got to fight my own battles. Because I got an army of uh, people in the comments fighting back for me, which I really appreciate. Shout out to y'all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so today we're going to get into that. And that's really it, child. I'm not giving no more life up updates. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm keeping my dating life a secret. I'm keeping my dating life a secret just for a little while, okay? Just for a smidget. But next week, we're talking about the ultimatum. And if you haven't seen it or... If you don't watch dating shows, I'm telling you right now, the shit had me hooked and I'm not even into that type of thing. We're gonna do a little analysis, a little deep dive into that. So this is your week to go on Netflix, binge watch the ultimatum, and then tune in next Wednesday <laughs> for my little, you know, spiel on all the couples. Cause my God today, baby, when I say that shit, ooh, it's giving ghetto, <laughs> okay? <laughs> so yeah, let's just go ahead and get right on into it. Okay, so I think it's only fitting to start with the video that has the most comments. Now, this one got about 5,000 some odd comments, and I'm almost certain about 4,999 of them are from disgruntled men, because my God, today, I called for the lover boys, and they did not come. It, I had a bunch of traumatized ass men in my comments, really sad, or some men who just, who wanted to get with me, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> hold on now. Too much, too much chip on your dip there. But uh, yeah, let's go ahead and watch this together. And then I'm going to just read some of these comments for y'all. Listen, PSA, nice guys are winning, okay? We don't want the mean guys. We don't want the players. We don't want the bad boys, okay? We need the men who are doing nice things. Where are the lover boys? This is a lover boy all call. If you're a lover boy, get in them comments. <laughs> get in them comments. Boy, when I tell you... I don't think now one lover boy got in them comments. Okay? Not not no real lover boy with comments. I I oh my god. Oh my god. I it was a lot for me. So <laughs> let's start. Okay, so this first comment says we're married. Listen, 
I will not deny it. Many of the lover boys who are good men are married. They're married. That's why I think a lot of women struggle with finding a lover boy or a good man because those good men, they they get swooped up so fast, bro. Like they're not on the market for long. Good men know what type of commodity that they are. They just know. So yeah, they're married. Yes, indeed. I can believe that. And they're not cheating. They're not cheating, ladies. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. So this one says, times have changed. Lover boys are now smarter. I will absolutely give credit to this shit. Um, I think a lot of people, lover boy, lover girl, however you want to, you know, spin it, tend to be, start off naive, start off a little bit delusional. and lessons from people who are essentially bad people or essentially, you know, negative people when it comes to love and relationships tend to teach you a lesson and it does make you smarter. It makes you smarter. I think a lover boy who gets hurt will turn into a villain. Okay. A lover girl who gets hurt might still be a lover girl though. She just might be a little smarter. Now in this case, maybe, okay, yeah, you guys are smarter, but a lot of y'all done turn into demons. And y'all are in the comments upset with me because I called for the lover boys and said y'all was winning. But y'all like, no, someone hurt me when I was in the seventh grade and now I hate all women. That's what I think happens. That's what I think happens. Some of them get smarter, but a lot of them just, oh my God, straight to demon time. And just now they're wreaking havoc all over, all over the palace. (laughs) This says... We already tried this and they walked all over us. So now we're sprinting over them. Just what I said, a lot of these men will get hurt and they get hurt early. They get hurt like in grade school or like they have that college sweetheart that just breaks their heart. And now they're outside hurting women unwarranted or hating women unwarranted. You can hate that one bitch that hurt you or your mama or whoever that traumatized you. But why are you on Beyonce's internet attacking women? Like, why are you going out of your way to be horrible to women and 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 really just... And a, a lot of them be incels, too. I'm not going to lie. A lot of them do. But some of them just be men who got hurt real bad. And now, just like he said, we sprinting over them. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> you ain't got to step on everybody. My God, today, heal. What y'all need to do is heal. That's what I think a lot of these men in this comment section in particular need to heal because my God today, y'all are all over the internet just doing the most. This one says, I ain't trying to get played like a fiddle again. Listen, and that's fair. That is absolutely fair, but we need to talk about discernment, okay? Because, and this is just what I've observed, okay? 5,000 comments. This is what I've observed. When a man gets hurt by a woman, all women are trash. All women are trash. We hate women forever. When a woman gets hurt by a man, it's, well, you should have picked better. You are attracting those type of men. It's your fault that you got hurt. I need some of y'all men to take accountability for the fact that you chose the wrong person. You chose the wrong person. They hurt your feelings. And now you're jaded. It's not women's fault that you got hurt you chose the wrong person and that's just the mentality that y'all be putting on us y'all say okay well if you don't want to get hurt then you need to stop doing x y and z basically the onus is always on women (laughs) like it's never okay 
as a man, I chose the wrong woman, or I could have made a better decision, or I was pursuing someone who I knew couldn't give me whatever. It's always, well, she did this and it's all her fault. So you you know what? As a, as a lady, sometimes it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. And my God today, when are y'all going to take some responsibility? That's what I want to know. This one says, yep, she trying to find a guy to use. Okay, let me just be clear. When I said that lover boys are winning, I genuinely mean that good guys who do nice things, who are good people, are winning. You're winning. You're winning overall in life. And it's not a ploy to try to find someone to manipulate. It's not like, okay, I want a good guy so I can walk all over him. No, what are you talking about? I want a good guy because I'm a good girl. I want a good guy because I know what I can give. I want a lover boy because I want to I want to give to someone who is worthy. And I think the prevailing culture for men, with especially as they're growing up, they're taught, well, be a player, have some hoes, you know, don't go out sad, bad no bitch. Like literally, that's what a lot of men are taught. That it's cool to be outside, to have multiple women, to basically exploit people's feelings and their body and their emotions. And I mean, that's just what y'all be on. And it's like, damn, where are the lover boys? Where are the ones who are genuinely good guys who actually are not interested in playing with people's time? Because when you can find someone that's equally yoked in, with you in that respect, if you're a lover girl and you find a lover boy, now y'all just in, that's a recipe for love. <laughs> Especially if you're two healthy people who, you know, essentially are looking to be in a healthy relationship. But my God, today, some of these men find lover girls knowing they're lover girls just to exploit them. So I understand it might seem like, okay, you're looking for somebody to walk over, but no, that's actually not the case. I think most women who are lover girls looking for a lover boy don't want a man that they can exploit. I think men sometimes, though. This one, this is actually a really good one. This says, one thing women tend to forget, the guy has to meet certain criteria before she gives him a chance to talk to her. Now, yes, this is 100% true. I need y'all to understand one thing. Just because you are a lover boy does not mean that you are going to get everything that you want. You're going to get the girl that you want, okay? Just because you are nice to someone or, you know, you show them kindness in that way and in, in attention in a romantic way does not mean that they are obligated to reciprocate. If they are not interested or if they are not attracted, that's just what it is. So yes, you have to meet certain criteria. I got a lot of comments on this on this particular video that was like, the lover boys are in your friend zone. They're in your DMs and you're not responding. And I'm like, what you guys are forgetting is a lot of those men don't meet the other criteria that I have. It's not enough just to be a good man. It's not enough just to be kind. That's the bare minimum. You were supposed to be that any damn way. You're supposed to be a nice man anyway, you know? But you also have to meet these other, these other things, okay? I actually have to be attracted to you, yes. I actually have to have compatibility with you. Yes. Yes, you can. You have to live in my city. Like there are things that come into play in addition to just being a nice man. So when you see women who have all these DMs, nine times out of 10, 
Majority of those men in her DMs are not men that she wants. And it's not a knock to them. They're probably good guys. They're probably nice guys. But the reality is they don't meet the other criteria. And that's the part I think a lot of these guys aren't understanding. It's, I think it's just like a sense of entitlement thing. Like, well, if I'm nice to her and I buy her flowers and I get and I do everything she wants, then she'll want me. And I'm like, that is a fool's game. That is a fool's game. Okay. You need to want what wants you. Okay. And you need to understand how to take a take a note, take a fucking hint. You know how many men is in my DMs talking to themselves? Nice guys. Nice. But I promise you, I'm not interested. I'm not interested and I shouldn't be vilified or demonized because I'm not interested. Like, I appreciate the kindness. I appreciate the chivalry. I appreciate, you know, I'm flattered, genuinely. However, this is it's a little bit deeper than that, big dog. I'm so sorry. Okay, so this comment says, in this generation, females do not know how to treat the good guys. <laughs> I have mixed feelings about this one, okay? Because I agree. In some ways, I agree. In some ways, I disagree. Um, I would say a lot of women who have been hurt or have experienced toxic relationships do not know how to handle or manage a healthy relationship. That's not to say that they can't learn. It just means that they don't know how to handle that. And so when you've gone through all this bullshit, right? How can you be expected to know how to manage something unfamiliar to you? And there was a lot of comments that were like, you know, women want the nice guy after they've been through all the toxic men and all the bullshit. Yes, that is true because we get tired of it. But then again, um, I will say for me, when I was outside, a lot of the men that I dealt with uh, were very kind to me. I never dealt with a man who was mean to me or who treated me bad, you know, or who had me in bad situations. Not until the point where I started being vulnerable, not until the point where I was looking for love. And those men knew what I was looking for and they took advantage of that. At that point, I started experiencing men who weren't the nicest to me. But even then, they weren't even that fucking mean. They were just dumb. <laughs> like, to be honest. But it's like, now, say for example, I meet someone and they're showing me everything. I can't help to fall back on those traumas. And it is on me, of course, to grow from those things and, and learn from that past um, toxic behavior that I was subjected to, to be able to know how to love a man when he's ready to love me. Know how to love a man when, when I have a good man in front of me. But it's like, damn, how do you expect me to know if I've never seen it? Now, on the contrary, um, a lot of women, I think, I'll speak for myself. I think I am innately a lover. I am innately a nurturer. I am innately a homemaker. I like to do those type of things. Um, I'm very affectionate. I'm very understanding. And I have grown and I've done a lot of self-work when it comes to love and relationships based on the things that I've been through. So, you know, I know how to love a man. And just, what did homegirl say? What was her, um, I just want a rough neck nigga, that girl, that rapper. She was like, yeah, um, I know how to love a man, but I need to know that he can love me. I need to know he can love me. 
a lot of y'all be wondering why women um, don't necessarily give to a guy. It's because they don't know if he can love them properly. It's not the fact that they don't know how or they can't. It's just that they don't have the security to relinquish those feelings and that control and be able to really like be vulnerable with a man and really give to a good guy. That comes with time. That comes with learning someone. That comes with, you know, growing and getting to know each other and building trust. It doesn't just come off GP. I think a lot of women aren't giving trust away off off rip anymore. You got to show me something in order for me to trust you. And then I'll show you what I can give you. And that's just what it is. And just as I was saying this comment, according to the statistics, women don't like good men. I don't know what statistics. I'm tired of you guys coming on the internet with statistics and cannot pull them up. Statistics that you made up in your mind. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> the only time women want good men is after she has been run through by dudes with toxic behaviors. Now, I, I just said, yes, that happens a lot. However, some women from the jump want good men. I know women who have never um, given real time to a man who treated her wrong. I know women who, who left at the first red flag. Now, are they single? Yes. And that's just because <laughs> that's, that's another conversation. But the point is, they're not putting up with the bullshit. They ain't getting run through. And they still want a good guy. It's not about being, oh, now I'm traumatized, so now I want a good guy. I think all along we wanted good men, but we so happen to be with men who were trash. And that's not even about us. It's about y'all. I mean, okay, somewhat about us and how we're choosing and what we're accepting, but it's also about you. It's about men who really promote this poor fucking behavior. So what do you expect? It says, of course, us lover boys are hurt. We love hard and got played. So now why would we trust anything a woman says? Um, I need y'all to understand that this is the same thing for women. I need y'all to understand that when women love hard and get hurt, we're told don't let the next man pay for the mistakes of your past. That's what we're told. We're told we need to heal and move on so that the next man doesn't have to suffer. Well, I need y'all to take your own fucking advice. When a woman hurts you as a man, I need you to heal and grow and stop making the next woman pay for the last one's mistakes. Stop allowing heartbreak to turn you into a bad person. Stop allowing heartbreak to turn you to a person that now has no consideration for anybody else's feelings because you're becoming the problem, basically. Hurt people, hurt people type shit. Well, I need you to stop that. You're turning into the problem. And I think a lot of these men in the comments are the problem and don't even realize it. And I know you feel justified because somebody hurt you, but my God, today, I didn't. Why are you on my shit? <laughs> Last comment from this video, child. And I'm so tired of seeing shit like this. Yes, nice guys are winning four baby daddies, five felt relationships later. You want a stepfather and a sponsor. If a woman really wanted love, she would have found that in the beginning. <laughs> Not when all hope is lost. And that laugh at the end of the video <laughs> lets me know this is a gimmick. First of all, the video was a fucking joke. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> it's funny. Um. Secondly, 
I'm so tired of this idea that because a woman has gone through things or she has had kids, maybe even with multiple men, that now she is less valuable. Now she is less worthy of love. Now she is less worthy of being treated right. Y'all can go the fuck on with that because we accept you guys 17,000 bodies later, 14 billion failed situationships and relationships and booty calls later. We accept y'all even when you are not living up to your own fucking potential. Okay? Y'all be having kids, baby mamas, as girlfriends with kids that don't belong to you that you still taking care of, all types of shit. Still think that you're worthy of love. If we want to love you, we're going to give it to you. But but men like this really grind my gears. Because I'm like, all hope is not lost. Just because a woman is older, just because she has children, just because she has had failed relationships in her past, does not mean that she is less worthy or valuable. I don't know what part of that you guys do not understand. Because, and honestly, you're talking about your mother. A lot of y'all will say all this shit on the internet about a woman. Really and truly, you're talking about your sister. You're talking about your auntie. You're talking about your own mama. Who has been through all the same shit of these women that you get on Beyonce's internet and drag. You talking about them. I need you to remember that. All right, so this next video got a lot of engagement too. It has a lot of comments on it and a lot of debates on this one. And you know what the topic is already, child marriage one thing about it and two things for sure if it's something somebody gonna debate about on the internet it's marriage <laughs> it's always marriage <laughs> so let's go ahead and let's watch this one child listen i don't know about y'all but i am not content with being a man's girlfriend for 17 years okay mm -hmm. listen i'm not your faithful mm -hmm. companion if you're not trying to get married get out the way so i can go find my husband i want to put some context in this uh particular video because i was actually leaving a wedding I left one of my friend's wedding. I was a bridesmaid and um, it was just on my mind about getting married and how a lot of people just run into marriage blindly. And a lot of people don't even believe in marriage. And a lot of people, especially women, will get strung along for years with no real commitment. No real commitment. I know too many women in my own personal life, who have been with a man for a substantial part of her adulthood with no real commitment, have kids, they're sharing expenses, they are, you know, in the same house, everything except a ring. And my whole thing about it is, is if marriage doesn't change anything, then what's the big fucking whoop? Why not do it? Why not? Why not do it? I just think for a lot of these men who don't want to get married or don't believe in marriage, a lot of it is about not wanting to be accountable. Because I can hold my boyfriend to only so much accountability. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can only hold him as accountable as I would a boyfriend. But my husband, now, not only did you make these vows, but legally, I can hold you accountable for all this shit. And I think that's why, oh, marriage is just a contract. That, child, if marriage is just a contract, then what's the issue? You have no problem signing a lease. You have no problem 
getting a contract on your cell phone. You have no problem opening up these fucking con- the, these credit cards, not knowing that those are contracts too, right? You signing all these other contracts in your life, except for one that actually matters for real in terms of your relationship with your partner. You really expect someone to stay with you for years and years and years, decades, with no reassurance, no commitment. That's crazy. That is crazy. And I think that's why these comments are the way that they are, child. Because my God, today. So this video got a lot of, a lot of comments basically saying marriage is just a contract. Saying, you know, just because you're together for that long, you're basically already married. What's the point of getting married? A lot of comments about common law marriage, which isn't even valid in every state. (laughs) Let's talk about that. But basically, this comment says, what's the difference between getting married and having a companion? I think that the person you're married to should be your companion. Those those things can be true at the same time. However, your companion may not always be the person you're married to. And when I said I'm not your faithful companion, I literally made that as a joke in reference to having a dog. Like it wasn't actually like, oh, my companion, not not in that sense. It was more like, I'm not your faithful companion, as in I am not going to be by your side, no matter what, blindly loyal to you just because. You know what I'm saying? If you want that, you got to pay for it, baby. And I'm not even talking about money. Don't let that fly over your head. If you want that, you have to invest. You have to invest. And marriage, I think, is the ultimate commitment. Marriage doesn't always guarantee commitment, which actually I think there's a comment in here about that because my God today, this, this one, you can make a commitment without the contract. The contract doesn't guarantee commitment at all. And this is 100% true. I know a lot of married people. We, everybody knows somebody that's been married that ain't committed. We've seen it. Okay. Live and in color. We've seen it. However. I think the the contract of marriage has guarantees. It has safety nets for you in a legal sense. If we're going to treat it like a contract, right? This contract is guaranteeing that, hey, this is what you said you would do. I'm going to ensure that you do that. This is my safety net. Now, as far as your relationship in a romantic sense, I think it's the ultimate commitment in terms of if someone has decided to marry you, they are telling you, I choose you. I choose the future you. I choose who we're going to be in 50 years and for the rest of our life. And I want to do this with you. I want to settle with you. And I want to be held accountable to that standard. That is the ultimate commitment. And that's why I said men who don't want to get married or men who believe it's just a piece of paper are ones who do not want to be held to the standard of a husband. They don't want to be held accountable for saying, this is my vow to you and I promise to be faithful. I promise to provide. I promise to be there for you through good and bad. I promise to, you know, commit. I promise to give for the rest of my life to you. Whatever person, this could be men, women, other, whoever. Anybody can be afraid of commitment and marriage. But I would find this comment section was full of men who are just saying, nah, not worth it. 
just a piece of paper. No, you just don't want to be held accountable. This one's a good one. It says, single men that are serious about being a husband should do all the work required to meet that role and then start dating and looking. And that's what's wrong with the current dating pool. Hurt folks, hurt folks. And finding people to try to help solve their own internal problems. See, the truth about it is, a man who is dating for marriage is going to move like he's dating for marriage. And that's just what it is. A man who wants to get married and have that in his future is going to move like he wants to get married and have a wife and a family in his future. You feel me? Um, Men who want a trophy or just do it because it seems like the right thing to do or they're marrying the one they're settling for. Hey, that's wishy-washy. Them be the marriages that be on the rocks for real, child. But I think a man who who knows that he wants to be a husband is going to behave like that when it comes to choosing his partner. And in a wise way. You feel me? Not like in a frivolous way. Like, oh, this girl's pretty. She can cook. Um, I'm going to marry her. Like, no. Like, can this be a partner? Can this person be an asset for me? And am I able or in the position to do the same? And there are there are men out there that think like that. There are women out there that think like that. I need y'all to stop thinking that everybody's just like, oh, on some bullshit. There are people who are actually looking and want these things. We see them all the time. The ultimatum, like we talking about next week, there are people who want to get married, who want to have a family. That's not to say that they always make the right decision in partners, but my God, today, I think it's not hard to tell someone who wants that commitment versus someone who doesn't. Someone who's willing to do that versus someone who doesn't. I think the signs are always there. Early. This comment says, this just shows that men control the keys to marriage and commitment. Now, I'm just going to touch your hand when I say this. Y'all don't. Um, <laughs> y'all may control the keys to marriage. Um, and really not even. I think on a grander scheme, because this is small potatoes, I think. On a grander scheme of love and dating and relationships, men have the gift of choice, right? Men can choose to commit to you. Men have to choose you. In a heterosexual relationship, men have to choose to be committed to that person. He has to choose her. A woman can choose to be committed to that man. But she cannot control if he is going to commit to her. We have the gift of acceptance, okay, and approval. I can accept you into my life. I can say, yes, you are the man I want. Out of all these suitors, I accept you. And of course, that's choice, right? I'm choosing you, right? But I inherently have to get chosen as well. And in a deeper sense of, I know that he, is only wanting to be with me, that he is also not pursuing other women, that he is also not interested in, you know, something other than monogamy. Um, and I know it could be said for women as well, right? That, well, a man doesn't know if she's going to be faithful or if she's choosing him back. But I think more often than not, when a woman wants a man and when she's down for him, she's down. She's down, right? But because men have so much more agency when it comes to dating, they have so much more agency when it comes to things like choosing who their wife is going to be. 
at that point, it's out of my hands. You feel me? So I think when a man goes out of his way to propose and do all this other stuff, he's really saying, yo, I choose you. I choose you. And that's the committed part. Now, with that being said, I do not believe that women should ever propose to a man. As a woman, why are you proposing to a man? If you have to propose to him, he does not want you. He does not love you. Like, at least not enough to marry you. He might love you some, but not enough to marry you. My God today, especially if, if, if you're proposing to a man and you know that he knows you want to get married, why would you propose to him? He knows what you want. And I think any man who will accept a proposal from a woman is either being way too nice, manipulative, or my God today, a damn fool. Because my God today, there is no way I'll propose to a man. And he, if he don't tell me, baby, get up. <laughs> get up off that. I got you. I got plans for you. If he ain't moving like that, he don't want to marry me. <laughs> At least not yet. My God today, there's no amount of desperation that will ever make me propose to a man. Because if he wanted to marry me and he knows I want to get married and we're in a space to get married, he'll propose and we'll get married. <laughs> what? Okay, so I'm going to finish with this comment because there's so many comments on this video, but um, I'll put them on the screen for those of you guys watching. Um, this one says, is it marriage that is the issue or is it our inability to choose an appropriate partner to marry? Maybe, just maybe. It's time to examine ourselves, our insecurities, our inferiority, inferiority, excuse me, complexes, our narcissistic behaviors, our selfishness, our pettiness, among many other things, and realize that marriage itself may not be the real issue. My God today. If this doesn't sum shit up very well, I don't know what does. Shout out to this person because my God today. Marriage is nothing if the two people who are going into it are ill-equipped to be there. And if they're not willing to work to get there, like it, it's nothing. And I think so many people don't understand how their issues and their trauma factor into the fact that they may not be married yet. The fact that they can't find a husband or a wife or the fact that they get married and the shit is bad <laughs> like you haven't really examined the things about you that really are taking a toll on your marriage on your relationship you feel me and the fact that so many people want to get married but aren't ready for marriage and swear up and down they are i would not say at all at this moment in my life that i'm ready to get married would i love to would i cry my eyes out and be so happy absolutely but i would have to now sit down and think okay damn I'm about to prepare to be someone's wife. I have a lot of work to do and I need to be willing to do it. And it's not fucking easy either. It's about being introspective and being real with yourself. Just like this person said about your inferiority complexes, about your narcissistic behaviors, about your toxic behaviors with yourself and realize, yo, it might be an ego hit, but you are not perfect. You are not the best thing that God has blessed the earth with, you have problems, you have undesirable traits, you have things that people don't like, 
And there are things about you that are inherently damaging to your partner, whether or not, you know, you guys have a loving relationship or not. Those are things you have to work on because eventually it's going to come out, especially if you are going to be with someone for the rest of your life. At least commit to that. It might not last forever, you know, but at least in this moment, you're committing to be there forever. So the who you are and who you're going to grow to be, yo, you got to analyze that shit because marriage really isn't the problem. It's the people in it. Okay, so this particular video we're going to touch on, child, listen, when I say the girls were hurt, the girls were hurt, specifically the mothers, the baby mothers out there. Listen, ain't nothing wrong with be the baby mama. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Everybody at some point is a baby mama. I don't care if you've been married or not. You're someone's child's mother. Okay. The mothers, <laughs> honey, <laughs> they were on my case about this shit. But my point is that it be the daddies. It's not the moms who lie about the status of the relationship between her and the father. It's the fathers who lie. It's the, it be the daddies. <laughs> but the girlies were in the comments mad at me about this one. So Let's go ahead and watch it. I don't know who needs to hear this, but if the child is under five, the relationship's still alive. I don't care what he mm. told you. I don't care what he told you. If he got children under five years old, five years old, they go together. They, they go, go together. together. They go together. Listen. Okay. Of course, this is situational. Of course, there are people who have children that are under five that are no longer with that person that they had the child with. Of course, there are people who co-parent healthily and that is it. That's all. As a person, though, dating someone who has children, especially if they are young, you need to verify. Trust, but verify that that situation is done. Now. The particular situation that I had in mind when I made this video, it was very clear. It was enormously obvious that the relationship was still alive. You feel me? I knew the relationship was still alive, baby. I knew that. A lot of people, though, will meet someone, and I'll say women. A lot of women will meet a man who has kids, young children at that, young children. And then get upset when they find out at some point that that man is still in cahoots with his baby mama. Baby, what do you expect? They have a one-year-old. They have a two-year-old. Like, what do you expect? If you want to know if a man is done with his baby mama, you need to ask her. If you want to know if they're in cahoots, you need to ask her. Now, if she... <laughs> If she's shysty, she'll lie to you. <laughs> she'll lie. She'll lie. Because <laughs> she want to keep them. But at the end of the day, if he's telling you there's nothing going on and he can verify that for you, then that's fine. But I think if the signs are there, baby, look at them. Stop ignoring them. Now, these comments. Oh, my God. The comments are funny. Oh, I had a really funny. Oh, this shit. <laughs> if the child is seven, they fucking at 11. <laughs> if the child is eight, they still go on dates. And if the child is nine, he giving back shots from behind. Oh, okay. Listen. <laughs> the point is when somebody has a child, you need to assess 
the relationship that that person has with the child's parent. And I think that's fair. I think that's a normal thing to do when you start dating someone. If somebody tells you, hey, I have a kid. Okay, so what's the status of the relationship between you and that child's mother? What is it? Like, how are you co-parenting? How often do you see each other? Like, what's the dynamic? What's the dynamic? When If, if he's staying the night over there, he's saying he's staying here with her for the kids. Baby, the relationship is still alive. That's all the sign that you need. That's all the sign that you need. This comment says, not true at all. I haven't been with my baby daddy since I got pregnant. I had a lot of comments like this. A lot of women like, yo, my kid is under five, my kid is under three, or my baby isn't even born yet. And I don't deal with that, man. And I think that is absolutely fucking sad. First of all, let me just say this. I am so sorry that the person you have your child with, that you could not have a a healthy, sustainable relationship with. I'm sorry. Because I will wish that for everybody. And I know not everybody wants to be in a relationship with the person they have a baby with. But let's be, let's be real. Most people do. And most people were in a relationship with that person. So I find that incredibly sad that a lot of women in these comments are saying, yo, I don't deal with my baby daddy. I don't talk to him. It been done. We been done. We been done. <laughs> I, don't see, I don't see many fathers. I saw a couple. But I don't see many fathers in this comment section saying, yo, I ain't been with my baby mama since whenever. Or this isn't true. I don't see that many. And that just goes back to my point that these daddies be lying. They want their family back. (laughs) Or they're still in cahoots with her. And that's just what it is. This one says, and this is why you just stay away from the ones with kids if you don't have any. I don't have any children. (laughs) Contrary to what some of them niggas on my Instagram would say. I don't have any children. However, and and I'm not 30. (laughs) They think I'm so old. I'm knocking on 25. Not even 25 yet, but knocking there. And I date older men. And the reality is, as you get older, you need to be open to dating someone who has kids. Because people have children. What do you expect? Like, what do you expect? Do you expect to genuinely find someone who is older and has no kids and is still... What can I say? A good match. I, I, I'm so sorry. It narrows down your dating pool by a lot. And I don't think there's anything wrong with not dating someone who has kids. But be realistic. Once you, once you take out the people who have kids from your, from your dating pool, now you've narrowed it down by a lot. Especially if you are older. If you're 30 plus talking about you don't date people who have kids. Who are you dating? <laughs> like, who are you dating? Someone in their early 20s? Like, be clear. Be for real. Like, who are you dating? Because you can't be dating no man in, her, in his 30s. He got at least one. It is rare to find an older man who does not have kids. I'm like, like what? And it, I feel like it's even rarer to find an older women, woman who does not have kids. Well, maybe not now. We talked about that a little bit. A lot of women are in their 30s and don't have children anymore. But still, a lot of women have kids. You narrowing out people who don't have kids and wondering why you're single. Your soulmate got a baby. Your soulmate got a five-year-old. They might have a 10-year-old, a 16-year-old, but your soulmate has a child. And you need to be open to that. If, if you know... 
you want to expand your horizons. If not, hey, stay dealing with people who don't have kids. But I'm telling you, the older you get, the harder it's going to get. I'm going to end this one with this comment. It says, this is real. Under five is a risky position as a new person coming into the situation. Co-parenting typically isn't fully worked out. Lingering hard feelings, lingering romantic feelings, etc. 100% true. Co-parenting, I think, takes a while to figure out. So if you have a man, for example, who has a one-year-old, I need you to understand he's still figuring out co-parenting. If he just had a baby with the woman he's not with, they're still figuring out co-parenting. They're still figuring out, you know, the best way to go about this. And I think it's even more so when you come into the picture as a person with someone who has young kids. I need you to understand that this is not just about you and that person. You are taking on a responsibility. They have young kids, which means you will be, you know, essentially at some point a part of their life. And you could be a major part of their upbringing as well. And if you're not ready for a commitment, if you're not ready for that type of responsibility as a person who does not have kids, it might not be for you. It might not be for you. You know, relationship between the the parents aside, this is another human. This is another little life that you're about to, you know, be introduced to. And I think that's just, to me, that's the bigger thing. That's the bigger thing. That's why I'm like, okay, if you're going to be with someone who has kids, you need to be prepared. You need to be prepared. You need to be ready and you need to be willing. You need to be you know, up to speed on what the status is with the parent. What's going on with the co-parenting? What's going on with the relationship? Because baby, <laughs> I gotta know. Okay, so this last one is um, what I titled the woes of a sneaky link. Now this one got a lot of comments because um, a lot of women were in the comments like, yo, you're linking wrong. Your sneaky link should be putting up your ceiling fan for you. Um, respectfully, I disagree, but I'm going to explain why. So let's just watch the video first. Heck is, having a sneaky link be fun till you realize you can't call him. Yeah. You realize you stuck on the side of the road, you can't call him. He told you to call AAA. Mm. Okay, your light's out because it's a power outage. You can't go to his house. Because you a sneaky link. Oh, my, my God, God today. <laughs> now, my God, today. I just want to clarify, and I made a, another post clarifying this, but in my eyes, a sneaky link is someone that you cannot um, publicly fuck with. And a lot of times, that tends to be someone you cannot call on when you need them. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a side chick or a side piece. That may just mean that that person does not serve you in that capacity. Because if people found out that y'all were dealing with each other, it would be a problem. Hence why it is sneaky. I think a link is somebody who you're fucking with and it, it's private. I think if a sneaky link, by, by definition of the comment I'm about to read, is just fucking with somebody who, you know, nobody else knows about. It's discreet. No, that's just dealing with somebody that that's just your business. That's just your business. Now, if you have to put a sneaky in front of that, you're sneaking around for a, a reason. And a lot of times that means that person is not available to you and, and not doing those type of things. 
And I think there's a disconnect with that shit. So let me go ahead and read this. This says, Sneaky Link is purpose for discreet personal sex. Why is changing tires or power went out conversation pieces here? Men are the only ones that are expected to, to fulfill boyfriend roles, duties, even if we all if all we're doing is having sex. But a nigga can't call a sneaky link to cook him food or fulfill any personal girlfriend requests. Like, baby, you need to hit your boyfriend or man up because that's not in the job description. Y'all got the game messed up. Listen. Your sneaky link is not responsible for coming over and doing things for you. That's what I was trying to say in this video. Oftentimes, your sneaky link is someone that you cannot be seen with. Oftentimes, your sneaky link is someone that, like I said, if people found out, you would have 17 notifications. Like, that's just what it is. And I think people blur these lines. A lot of women in the comments talking about, well, my link came over and did this, or that's yours. Yours can't do that. And but mine will. And I'm like, I need you to understand something. This person who may be giving you boyfriend um, perks will probably never be your boyfriend because he still sees you as a sneaky link. Um, you will probably never get upgraded to that position. Okay. And if he's doing all those things, he might be reliable, but I need you to understand where the relationship may stay. And I think a lot of people too are confused about what that is. You're just dating someone in private. They're not your sneaky link. They're not your sneaky link. That's just someone you you date and you deal with heavy and you guys have a good relationship and nobody knows because it's not their fucking business. You ain't did no soft launch because y'all not together. But y'all but y'all fuck around and y'all fuck with each other heavy and that's just what it is. However, comma, y'all who be like, okay, my, my sneaky link is, is this and the third and he doing all this other shit. I want you to also keep in mind what he also doing for other people. And he needs to keep in mind what the fuck you're doing for other people as well. Because <laughs> my God today. <laughs> this says, that sounds more like a side. Sneaky links can be single, just nobody know y'all link. Just as I said, sneaky links oftentimes be side he bitches. They be side niggas. That's what it is. And, it, and, and they, two things can be true. Huh, this said, I'm telling you to call AAA regardless. Why you got insurance if you're not using it? <laughs> One thing about it, two things for sure. Um, the first person or the first service I'm going to call is AAA. Maybe I have AAA Platinum. I have insurance. I have no reason to call a man. If I'm calling my man, it's just to update him or text him like, hey, this is what happened. I got a flat, but I call AAA. Like, I'm handling shit on my own. However, comma, this just goes to the idea that you should not be sleeping with someone that you can't rely on. Why are you? <laughs> why are you giving your body to somebody who can't be there if you need them? If you catch a flat tire and he can't pull up, why are you fucking with him? And I think a lot of women just want to know, if I catch a flat, can you come and help me? Not that I need you to and not that I'm going to require you to because I have AAA, but will you? How deep do you fuck with me? And how? where do I stand with you? That's really what that means. <laughs> Bro. This shit says, y'all got that one. <laughs> this one says, this one says, y'all know y'all got that one auntie that been a sneaky link for many years, getting all her stuff paid for. <laughs> yeah. Auntie's friend, 
Mr. Whatever his name is that you only see on occasion. Okay. <laughs> but auntie is taken care of. But I can I can bet you this. She she know her place. She know her position. And he might be linking with other people, but she know how to keep that shit quiet. Cause he might have a wife. He might have a whole family and some more shit. But auntie is taken care of. <laughs> we all got one. I mean, not me. Shout out to my aunties. <laughs> This says, from a man's point of view, I ain't never thought of calling a girl when my power was out. Shit. <laughs> I will say men don't, um, they don't think to do things like that. And I think it just is because men are taught not to rely on women and it's like the other way around. But I'm like, okay, if you sleeping with a girl, if you, if you got a shawty and you tell her that's your power out and she don't say, come over here, baby, I got you. Somebody else over there. She, or she don't like you like that. <laughs> so my God today, you want a man, I feel like doesn't have to ask or, or see about going to some, to his girl's house of the power out. She going to automatically offer. She going to be like, okay, your power out. Come over here. I got you. You hungry? Like, that's just what it, that's just how we move. <laughs> this comment says, see, this is why I don't like sneaky links. I like pending boyfriends because you're not my nigga yet, but your status pending. So you still got to do boyfriend shit. And that's, that's, see, this is my point exactly. Some of y'all sneaky links might turn into your boyfriend because they're already doing boyfriend things. Some of them might not. A lot of them won't. A lot of them won't. I'm not going to hold you. A lot of them won't. But some of y'all got the, maybe y'all terminology is fucked up. Y'all just got pending boyfriends or men who want to be your boyfriend, but you don't want to commit. Might be your fault. Might be your fault. I'm going to end this one with this comment. I really hope one day people find value and morals and love their self. No one should settle to be a sneaky link, should have the standard to be the main and only, and then want to cry about broken homes. <sighs> I, I may have to read this one again. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> okay. I think I get the gist of that. I think the point is they're saying, you know, you... With the idea of being a sneaky link, you know, when it comes to if it's just casual sex and it's no one's business, hey, you do your thing. But the problem with sneaky links is sneaky links, and as we can probably see from all these comments, tend to skirt the boundaries of just casual. They skirt the boundaries of this is a mutual sexual exchange. They skirt that boundary into, well, I need a light bulb change. Come over here and do it. Or are you hungry? I'll cook you dinner. Or, you know, I need to do X, Y, and Z. Or can you come help me with this? Now you're moving into a territory that essentially will get you in a situationship and essentially will put you in a position where at least one party is more invested than the other. And like I said, a lot of times it, it doesn't work out. A lot of times your sneaky link is not your person. Your sneaky link is not your soulmate. Y'all are doing boyfriend, girlfriend things for each other, essentially shacking up and nobody can know about it. Has to be a secret. And you deserve better. You should not be a secret, especially if you're doing and receiving all of this shit. It should not be a secret. It can be private, but if it has to be a secret, it's a problem. And if you have to be number two, or if you have to be one of many in somebody's life who essentially you expect to depend on, it's a problem. It's a problem. Sneaky leak culture is not healthy. I'm not going to sit up here and act like it is. It's not. We all do it. 
<laughs> or we all have had one or two at least. And it, those people who be out there, oh, never could be me. And it be them. You just sneaking link, you just don't know. And it's fucking tragic. It's tragic. My point about it is sneaking linking, it'd be cool until it's not. And it does not last. It does not last. My God, child, this video is so long already. But listen, I had two more uh, videos from my Instagram that I wanted to uh, do commentary on the comments. But we're going to save those for another time. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I don't normally respond to the comments like I said, but this time I was like, let me pick some out of the bunch. And we have so fucking many. I didn't expect so much discourse to happen on the, on the Instagram page, but I'm really happy and I love to see it. And I really just wanted to clarify some things, give further opinion on some things because these are videos that were never episodes. These are just, you know, things that have come to my mind. And I do that all the time on the Instagram. If you don't follow, like I said, go follow the Instagram. Okay. Description. Check that description for the link. Okay. <laughs> um, but basically, you know, I just have these things pop in my mind and I put them on there and there's not a whole lot of context about my opinion. So sometimes the comments can be <laughs> a little crazy. And you know, if you guys want to go over there and read them, head over there. See what, see what it's talking about because my God, and I have a good time. I have a good time reading them myself and I see them all and I appreciate all the support and love from people who clearly, you know, felt something when they watched that shit. So yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. This might be another one of my favorite episodes. I love this. <laughs> I think we might do this more often. We might do this once every couple months just to, you know, catch up on the, on the comments. Cause like I said, it'd be going up over there. It'd be going up. So yeah, if you made it to this point, I want to say thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for supporting. And next week, baby, I'm telling you right now, go watch the ultimatum on Netflix. Binge watch it because next week we are doing our deep dive, honey. We're doing a full analysis of all the couples and you're not going to want to miss it. And I don't want to spoil it for you. So... Go over to Netflix and watch. And if you need a Netflix passport, hit the email in the description box. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, guys. I will get with you guys in the next one.